<laughs> Welcome to our second episode of the Kim podcast. The Kims. Oh, the Kims. Just two of us. <laughs> the, Kims the Kims podcast. podcast. It has been kind of busy in the Kims lives. <laughs> in our lives. Yeah, what, I don't know. What's happened since... Well, since we last talked, we had another typhoon. Yes, another one. Yeah. It was monumental, monumental, <laughs> and monstrous. Mon- monstru- monstrumental. Monstrumental. Yeah. That's not a real word. I know. It was, Monst- it was a monstrosity and monumental at the same time. They called it. They kept calling it like super typhoon, not just a normal yeah. typhoon, a super typhoon. So yeah, we had another typhoon. And, oh, I traveled a little bit. I went to this really cute island south of Japan. <laughs> You're just going to skip over the typhoon? We can't talk about the typhoon again. Okay. We, the whole okay. episode last But time we're good. Time. It was better than last time. For us, it was wider range. Uh, it affected it, more people. So, yeah. yes, I think some people are still struggling with it. But it was yes. better than the first one for us. But there were some scary moments. We were... Yeah, we what we got bought all these snacks and like brought our air bed downstairs because the upstairs gets kind of scary, more yeah. scary. So I like had a minor <laughs> like crying attack. I all of a sudden just started crying because I was so overwhelmed. Well, okay, now we have to talk about the typhoon. Okay, That's- so what happened was the typhoon was supposed to come like. During the day, like 5 p.m. was when it was supposed to get the worst. Mm. Unlike the previous one where it kind of came at night, so you were just kind of sleeping. So all day Saturday and even Friday, people were prepping for the typhoon like crazy. So I think my anxiety was building up. Like yeah. we would see all these pictures of like supermarkets selling out of all their bread and couple noodle and all this stuff. And I don't know, like... All day Saturday, we were just at home because it was already raining. And so I think my anxiety, like, was building. And then all of a sudden, I went upstairs to go get our important dogs. And then the upstairs, like Joe mentioned, is kind of scary because there's a lot of typhoon windows and they rattle. Anyway, so I went upstairs to go get our passports and other important dogs. And then the screen doors rattled. And then I just started crying. (laughs) I was just bawling and I was so scared. Yeah, and then, like, an hour later, the typhoon was over. Yeah. Yeah, I was downstairs, and I hear this crying, like, I don't want to impersonate you. <laughs> I was like, I'm scared. And, yeah, I started crying. And yeah, but I understood. I mean, I was anxious throughout the whole day, too. But Yeah. I think that was a major difference. Yeah. Yeah. But glad we got through that one. Yeah. Maybe next week we'll talk about <laughs> typhoon number three. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully. So, when yeah. When is the season over? Well, supposedly it's supposed to be over already, uh, but it's it's supposed to be over before like I want to say October, mm. but it's we're going in mm. we're in October. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah. So before the typhoon, I was having the time of my life traveling. I went to this cute island without Joe. I traveled without Joe. This is my first time, and it was awesome. I thought I was gonna be sad. <laughs> Wow. I thought I was going to be sad. Slash, I think I, like, kind of low-key judged other couples who, like, travel by themselves. Like, whether the husband goes, like, on boys' trips or, like, the wives go on girls' trips or whatever. 
Well, girls' trips are a little bit different, but I think I kind of like. I don't know. I was like, why wouldn't you want to go together and stuff? And I did think that. Yes, I did. But when I went, it was really fun. <laughs> Maybe it's because、yeah. we've been married for a little bit. Now it's like whatever, YOLO. <laughs> I think most people are gonna have fun if they go on vacation, even without their spouse. I know, but sometimes like you miss them more and stuff. I mean, yeah, granted, like it's not that big of a deal. I think. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I had the time of my life. I went with friends to an island in Japan, like south of Japan, called Naoshima. And honestly, I had no hand in like planning the trip at all. My friend thankfully planned everything, and I was taken for such a surprise when we went because the whole island is so shout cute. Shout out to Maya. Yeah, shout out to Maya. Um, the whole island was so cute. There's like a handful of museums on this small island, and um, it was just so pleasant, and it's really cute. I don't know. I just can't describe it. But there's a lot of art on such a small island. I、mm-hmm. think the island may or may not be smaller than the base, the Yokosuka base. I don't know. Don't quote me on this. Maybe it's like totally way bigger. But it felt really small and quaint and tiny. There's like. Not enough accommodations on the island for the demand. So like, Maya has been trying to go to this island Naoshima for years now, but there's never accommodations.、Mm. So, thankfully, we got accommodations on the island, so that was nice. But basically, you have to ferry into this island. That's how small it is because there's no like bridge or anything. Yeah. And workers on the island ferry every day. <laughs> Some of them. There's like a commuter pass for the ferry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seemed like. I mean, from the pictures and stuff, it's just like、uh, the town is built. One of the main industries, it's like the tourism. The main tourist attraction is that there's a bunch of art. Yeah. Like art installations, just、mm-hmm. kind of, kind of seemingly randomly. Yeah. Throughout、there's、the like, place, like there's an old dental office, right? Those are、oh, real, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, an yeah, ex- yeah. old dental office that's not in use anymore, but someone turned it into like an art installation. Yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. Kind of place, yeah,、so、yeah. Very,、uh, yeah, pretty. Pretty cool. I need to go. I need to go. Yeah, I was telling Joe that he should totally go, but not with me because I already went. <laughs> but there might be new installations. No, I don't think that's how it works. But it's always once... the same <laughs> since the beginning I mean, of time. It's a tiny island. You have to ferry in there.、Yeah. So maybe if one of you guys wants to come to Japan and go to Naoshima, you guys can take Joe. Yeah, word. Yeah. <laughs> Let's、um, do that.、I'll、go、yeah. on a trip without my wife. <laughs> yeah. And then I was in town for. Like literally two days, aka the weekend, and then I went to Korea、uh, for like four days.、Um, but this wasn't really a vacation. I was kind of going to do stuff for my mom and help my mom out, like figure some stuff out for the grandparents.、Um, so honestly, every day I was like trying to like go to government offices and do stuff that no one wants to do. But <laughs> it was still fun. Because I was eating so much Korean food, I literally ate kimchi jjigae, aka kimchi stew, like at nine a.m. in the morning、mm-hmm. at this twenty-four hour place that was right below my hostel because we have been、yeah. really craving Korean food. Yeah,、um, living in Japan. Yeah. Ah,、uh, so that was awesome, and we're going to Korea again. Yeah, we just over Thanksgiving. Yeah, for a whole week, and Joe will be coming with me this time. <laughs> It's a couple's trip. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,、um, I haven't been to Korea in man, I don't remember fifteen years, fifteen plus years. 
You went when you were 15? I think so, around 15, Wowzers. yeah. Wowzers! And I think um, the crazy thing is I always think about my parents, how they haven't been back for... Yeah. Yeah. To visit, like, just to relax for, I don't know, maybe longer than that, too. And they were they were born and raised there. Yeah. So we're planning to go on a trip with them eventually while we're over here. That'll be nice. If they can commit to it. Yeah, yeah. Joe's parents are notorious for being unable to commit to things. Like, for example, we're going to the U.S. actually because Joe's brother is getting married. And we're only there literally for seven days, including travel days, you guys. So it's really like five days and maybe four because we're jet lagged. Who knows? And one of the days of the five that we're there are is the wedding, right? And the day before is like pre-wedding celebrations, right? So we literally have three days and my parents are like, okay, like, should we like schedule a dinner between the in-laws and us? And I was like, okay. And I asked them and literally Joe's dad was like, okay, like, let's talk when you get here. (laughs) It's awesome that you want to plan, but let's talk when you get here. And I'm like, there's literally three days. I literally asked him, are you guys busy on Sunday or should we do Monday? And he was like, Good job planning. Well, let's talk about it in two months when you're here. Yeah, let's talk about this event one month, one and a half month later. Like, let's not plan too far ahead. I know. And there's only two days, yeah, you guys, that you from. Anyway. Yeah. So if they when we get there, in, it's like, you know, sometimes when you're traveling and visiting home or something, you think, I don't know, you try not to inconvenience people. You're like trying to work around people's schedule and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But the reason they don't, I guess when a plan is just there. Like, when we go there, they're just going to be living their life, you know? Yeah, they be, don't gonna, really care. To... Like, we're well... going to go. We're going to go, and they're, it's not like they're going to be, like, uh, taking us out or planning all these things, right? That's they're just true. They're just living us their That's life true. and be happy that we're there, Yeah, which is great. But it's just funny how, I don't know, I work myself up thinking about that kind of stuff. But in the end, we're going to get there, and they're going to be like, oh, you're here? Oh, great. And then... It's like, oh, okay, I got to go to work. Have a good day. <laughs> you know? It's so different. So we just have to kind of plan. It's so different, though, because my mom is like, make sure you dedicate some time to me, and I'm going to take work yeah. off, and make sure you go see your brother, like, call your grandparents and see them. So it's, like, kind of different, I guess. Yeah. But true. I guess I the only thing is I just don't want your dad to be, like, wanting to hang out with us, but then we have all these plans you know yeah that's yeah that's always tough so that's what that's when it becomes tough is like they maybe they feel yeah we weren't making the time for them when we when we don't we only have five days and two of them are dedicated to the wedding and then they were were trying to make time but i let's i mean they're probably stressed out and busy with trying to do some of the wedding stuff too that's true weddings are so stressful i am so glad i never have to plan another wedding again fingers crossed whoa (laughs) that's too easy too easy of a joke i'm funny (laughs) wow can you edit that out (laughs) no no that's gonna be our intro (laughs) anyway so yeah i've been traveling joe was working (laughs) yeah just the huge yeah yeah how about you you started uh you started the work. You started work. I mean, now that we're in Japan, I'm sure maybe some people are thinking, wondering what you're doing. That is true. I'm kind of working. I actually, you're right. A lot of people have been asking me what I've been doing day to day. 
Um, and I honestly don't know what I've been doing. <laughs> well, like, it's like, I guess we've been moving house. So we moved into this new house in the last week of August. But then we traveled to Taiwan. And then, like I said, I've been gone for like two weeks now. So we've been here, how long has it been? For a month and a half, but really, I've only physically been here for three weeks. So, yeah, we're still in that sort of weird transition, but it feels like it's been forever, <laughs> or at yeah. least for me. Yeah, yeah. So, we've been, I've been taking on the bulk of like kind of organizing our house and everything. We had to buy a sofa and we bought a TV. And we bought a coffee table. We bought a rug. We also have these two rooms. They're called tatami rooms. Do you want to explain them? They're just kind of like the traditional Japanese rooms with sort of the the flooring is um, it's like sort of sort of blocks of what are they? Kind of like bamboo. I don't know what they are. Oh my goodness. You guys, they're grass, grass not straw. Whatever. It's like straw, rattan. straw, straw. Yeah, that's um, Straw-laced sort of uh, mats as the flooring. Mm-hmm. And that's the flooring, and the walls are kind of... Yeah, I don't... What do the walls look like? The r- walls are just a nice, like, light brown wood, and then the windows have, like, the sort of a paper paper uh, covering. Like a, You're terrible I know, this is bad. Yeah. Just look it up. <laughs> Okay, you guys, we can't describe, so look it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the floor is, like, the straw material. It's, like, woven straw material, and the windows are, like, low to the floor, and um, they have the paper doors, kind of, that slide back and forth. All the doors from the tatami rooms, they're not, like, doors that open, like, push or pull style, but they are sliding doors. Mm-hmm. And there's this little alcove in the tatami, in one of the tatami rooms, where you can put like a hanging scroll and like a vase um, that I really want to do, but a we vase. haven't a vase, vase, tomato um, that I really want to do, but I don't want to just like go to some big box store and get a vase and a hanging scroll. Well, actually, they don't even sell them. Well, maybe they do. I haven't really looked for it. But my ideal situation is that we're traveling somewhere like Namashima or something, and then I see this beautiful vase. And beautiful hanging scroll that fits perfectly in our alcove without even having measured it. And it just worked. And we have a wonderful story to tell all of our guests that come over for dinner parties. But anyway. Yeah, that would be cool. So we have two tatami rooms. But, like, they have to be maintained a certain way. So we've been kind of stressed about that because we don't want to ruin it. Because, like, one, they're, like, these mats of the woven straws. And one mat is, like, over $100. And we have, how many Joe are the tatami rooms? Like eight or something? Yeah. Each room? Each room has eight. So in Japan, they measure the room by the size of tatami mats. Because mm-hmm. that's like the traditional yeah. thing. So like our tatami rooms are eight Joe or eight tatami mats. Yeah. And our room is Instead like, of like, you know, 12 by 12. Well, they have the measurements too, but yeah, the more traditional ways. measuring just because everyone knows it's a standard size for each of those tatami mats so like our bedroom it doesn't have any tatami mats but it's eight joe as well and so like that's how they 
Yeah, and we have yeah. a closet that's like four Joe. Mm. <laughs> so half of the yeah. time. Yeah. But they're beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful rooms. And yeah. we like that it looks partially our house. Some of it looks traditional, old school. And then some of it is very, is kind of modern looking. Oh, tell them about our other tatami room. Because that's pretty like Japanese. Oh, yeah, yeah. Too. So the other tatami room has a is right next to the kitchen and it has again sliding doors and sort of the paper uh um Window. windows yeah and then uh tatami room and then in the middle it's like imagine one of these like like a square block maybe three feet by three feet four feet by four feet is cut out of the ground so you could put your feet there you like sit on the ground and then your it's feet it's a hole cut, in yeah, the ground hole in the ground square in the ground and your feet go hang down and then um a set of a coffee table is placed yeah in the middle uh-huh. um so you're like you're bought you know you're sitting there uh with the coffee table and it's f- yeah so four people can sit around the uh-huh. sides and it's called that thing is called a kotatsu uh-huh. and it's a kind of a traditional area and i guess what hap- what they use in the winter especially they like have a special blanket that they can put under the tatami or under the kotatsu table the coffee table um oh man it's hard to describe huh oh my gosh you're so bad at this basically <laughs> <laughs> no but the bottom and the hole in the ground heat can heat up well yeah. you know you, you there's a remote control and you heat it up mm-hmm. and so your legs get all warm and then there's this blanket that you can use to cover everyone's uh kind of like so the top of the table comes off so you could put like the blanket in between and eat snacks and drink tea and like chill and yeah you just homework. gotta google that one too <laughs> okay kotatsu. Google kotatsu with, kotatsu with blanket yeah because it's not yeah and when we go to Nitori, you're sitting underneath a mountain kind of that's what it looks like okay <laughs> when you go to like nitori which is the japanese ikea they're selling kotatsu tables and blankets everywhere so if you don't have the hole in the ground you can still enjoy the kotatsu table cross-legged and then i think the electric the blanket is like electric or mm, something and mm. somehow heats up but i guess this is because like to back up a little bit most japanese houses don't have central heating or ac yeah they have like individual unit wall units yep. it's relatively um, new thing yeah here. even the well maybe not the wall yeah maybe the wall units too are kind of new yeah so that's why like having that helps you keep warm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and the just the construction of the the walls of the house aren't as insulating and thick yeah so like our house it was renovated this year so it's like super nice and surprisingly despite having really traditional japanese aspects to the home the rooms upstairs where we like sleep and stuff are really big compared to like Mm. like other japanese homes that we've seen so it's we almost call it like a western sized room and then our yeah and but the building is like still old so i don't know how the heat retention is gonna be but yeah hmm yeah so we really like our house our house is like pretty big for two people um but we really like it and we're almost done um finishing everything we're hoping to like be done cleaning and organizing things before we move we go to the u.s next week on wednesday we're literally going in six days 
So we have yeah. six days to That'd be nice. finish organizing our house and cleaning up. Yeah, so back to the thing about work. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I forgot. Okay. And <laughs> got distracted. Oh, we love our house and we moved into our house. Yeah. Wait, um, what's your favorite part of the house? Oh. My favorite part is... No. What do you think? Don't say it. It's gross. It's not gross. Yes, it is. Just say it really quickly and don't talk bidet. about it too much. Bidet, bidet, bidet. <laughs> don't talk about it too much. That's too much. Bidet already. is the best. Okay. The best, bro. <laughs> best. So good. My favorite part about the house. So fresh and so clean. Okay, stop. <laughs> My favorite part about the house, like other than the house itself, is the sofa. We bought a ho- sofa from Muji, you guys, and it's the best sofa I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I it's so comfortable. Yeah. Pongi also loves it despite <laughs> us telling him to stop going on it. He's always on it. I bet he's on it right now. Oh yeah, he probably is. All like cinnamon oh, rolled up. Curled up, yeah. 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 Anyway. That's okay, back good, to work. You yeah, talk yeah, about well. your work. How's okay. your work? Did we talk about work? Not really. Ever? Okay, what yeah. are you doing, Dr. Kim? <laughs> <laughs> Well, um... Wait, time out before you start. Yes, last week, was it last week, one of our friends visited Japan, and we went out with them, and he kept calling him Dr. Kim, (laughs) and it was so bizarre because I never hear anyone calling you Dr. Kim, (laughs) but Andrew kept calling you Dr. Kim, do you remember? And then he, he, like, had heard his rotator cuff or something, and then... Is that right? The rotator. Cuff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I used to call it. You used to call it the rotary, rotary, <laughs> yeah. rotary cuff. <laughs> he had Andrew had hurt his rotary cuff, rotator cuff, <laughs> rotator. rotator cuff, and he was like, "Doctor Kim, can you look at this?" And I was like, "What is going on?" I like forget uh, that you're a doctor sometimes. Yeah, but anyway. okay. So I'm actually not a specialized doctor because uh, I'm a military doctor. So after medical school, and I did the first year of residency, which is called intern year, did that in San Diego. And now um, they sort of uh, sent me out to be what we call a general medical officer. And I, what I do basically in this role, they, they all kind of differ in all the different tours. But this one involves, we have some ships out in Yokosuka. Um, and I don't, honestly, I don't know how much I'm supposed to share. Oh, no, I was going to be like, how can you, how much can you? Yeah, Just say I'm, actually, I'm not like CIA, so I <laughs> act like I'm all Secret Service or something. But uh, basically, I supervise um, these what we call independent duty corpsmen who are independently sort of licensed, especially for the military. They're kind of like um, souped up nurses, almost kind of like physician's assistants um, with, you know, pretty quick, fast training um, and a lot of military experience usually. And they're sort of the doc. They even call them doc on the ships. And the, each of these ships have... Everyone's a doctor these days. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. So they call them doc, actually. So it's it's really interesting because... Actually, I was thinking about this today. Like, Well, okay, so let me back up. Basically, I supervise um, me, uh, myself. Uh, uh, one of my colleagues and I supervise these uh, IDCs on the ships. And so, yeah, we just make sure they're doing a good job. And if there are cases that are um, out of their realm, then we, we handle them. Mm. Um, yeah, that's kind of the gist. But a lot of managing, 
um I, yeah i like it it's kind yeah. of yeah it's good I, I really enjoy it you've gotten really good at describing what you do <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i've kind of thought about it oh yeah there's more to it but mm. and I, oh yeah i was thinking like i guess people in the military there's it's sort of the longer you're in obviously and then i guess in any company to any organization the more respect you get so i came into the military with you know a scholarship to go to medical school but it's not like i had been in like grinding it out like a lot of these people do like these idcs have been in for a long time have been through a lot have been on difficult tours you know i haven't been through that necessarily mm. so it's funny because they the sailors on the ships call the these idcs doc and then when they call me doc um they actually like some of them don't really know sort of the route of becoming a doctor so they kind of actually think these idcs have gone through similar routes and they don't know even though i'm a medical officer and usually these idcs are not officers they're enlisted um so that means they didn't they joined the military before going to college essentially yeah and so not like straight not, out from high school yeah and i'm not like disparaging them they're just it's just interesting that i had this yeah some of them some of the sailors don't even know that uh what an md is com- you know compared mm. to other compared to these idcs so it's like so, a different world yeah it's right? a completely different world i guess that's different, the big like, takeaway yeah socioeconomic status maybe also no no oh. No, I wouldn't say okay, that. Edit that out. Edit, edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> oh, damn. Dang. Well, like, uh, they, didn't go, they didn't go to college. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Just, I guess, yeah, it, it is just a completely different world. Mm. Yeah. And, I mean, the IDCs are great. A lot of them have, a, actually, some of them have some maybe even more clinical experience than I do at this point. So mm. I have a lot of respect for them. It's kind of interesting because, like, military medicine is so unique that, like, yeah. Because most people, right, they don't practice medicine in between medical school and residency. They just go straight through from, like, medical school to residency. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, going to from middle school to high school. It's, like, a given for most people, right? But it's, like, you're kind of, like, in the middle or, like, yeah, in this in-between. It's really unique experience. Yeah. And you're, you're, like, you're a doctor, but you're not specialized, which doesn't happen that often. And yeah. then... Like you mentioned, there's all these IDCs who didn't go to medical school or mm-hmm. nursing school or PA school or anything. And yeah. 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 So I kind of, I struggle with that. I mean, it, it's not for everyone. And yeah, we'll see where it, we'll see where it takes us. I'm happy mm-hmm. for the experience, but yeah, it's a lot of pluses and minuses because I'm yeah. not specialized and that's, yeah. that's kind of hard to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to kind of get back into that world later on. Do you feel um, like a real doctor? Like... <laughs> Or, like, do you ever feel um, like a real doctor? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would say that even at, even in residency, like, you're not you're even not really a, real a doctor. Because you're still kind of learning. Yeah. So it just, but personally, um, <laughs> no, I guess, yeah, no, I feel, I feel, I mean, I'm a doc. I'm a doctor with limited <laughs> skills. I would say. Are you a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a doctor with limited skills. Got it. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. Cool. Yeah, but it, yeah, once I become specialized, mm. which yeah, that would be then I would maybe feel like even after that, you know, even after a year after you're specialized, you probably don't necessarily yeah feel. But I think I felt like a doctor in middle of intern year when I was kind of getting the hang of. Mm-mm-mm. yeah being an actual doctor and whatnot so mm-hmm. yeah hmm. interesting yeah 
So yeah, what, what about your work? Um, well, one thing I want to add about your work is that it's it's been really awesome, I guess, because your work is kind of like a normal nine to five job. Yeah. Um, and for the for the most part. Yeah, and so that's been really nice because medical school took you were like so busy in medical school and you're so busy in engineer and it had you gone to residency you would have been so busy as well and i think that would have really i mean it was already affecting our relationship but like and like your mental well-being i feel like you know yeah, yeah. so i think like one of the positives of us doing this is that we just get a break you especially but like us together as well yeah from that intense intense lifestyle yeah for training sure. situation yeah, yeah yeah so for me um i'm not working full-time i'm not really sure if i want to be working full-time just because we are really enjoying the flexibility of being able to travel and a lot of people actually have been visiting japan um a lot of our friends have and um it's been really nice to see people and be able to yeah meet up with them um but i have been freelance tutoring teaching english um and my friend maya the one who planned our trip to naoshima told me about some websites where you can create a teacher's profile and it's free for me and then uh prospective students would pay like a nominal fee to get my contact information so i've had um a couple people reach out to me that way and it's been really fun uh but i'm like it's pretty nerve-wracking <laughs> because like i know i speak english and i'm a native speaker but i don't know like i've never taught it formally obviously yeah so i've been studying a lot about grammar and just different lesson plans and i think i just don't know what they're expecting or what they like or what english education is like in japan so it's hard for me to kind of gauge you know but i have one really intense student and i have one really fun student they're both like businessmen um like upper level management businessmen in pretty big companies in japan um and they one guy is like super gung-ho about learning english and he like he's like super they're intense both pr- they're both pretty gung-ho yeah but the fun student like wants to learn for fun and for conversational and just to like upkeep his english they've both actually lived in the u.s for some time um so they're like pretty good at english uh but one is definitely the fun guy is like more confident you wanna... and <laughs> what give them i don't know names? what if they listen to this and call one of them fun and the other intense well he is intense he has like a five-year plan he makes a five-year plan every year (laughs) it changes why not just make a year one-year plan well he has a one-year plan five-year plan i think he might have a 10-year plan i don't know he's very ambitious like he has like i asked him like we were talking about one, I had one lesson on personality, like what's your personality like? Describe yourself. What are you like? And I was uh, one of. I feel like one of the things was like I was talking about neuroticism. You know the big five personality, like openness, mm. conscientiousness, um, neuroticism, whatever. And I think one of the ways like people describe your level of neuroticism is like if things don't go according to plan and stuff like that. 
And I was, I, so I asked him, like, what about when things, like, don't go according to plan? And he was like, well, if I plan it, they go according to my <laughs> plan. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. part of it is, like, the language thing, right? I think yeah. I meant, like, generally speaking, like, Dang. what if you miss the bus or something like that, That's you hardcore. know? But he was like, well, if I plan it, um, what did he say? Very specifically, detail-oriented plan, then... He will achieve it, which is like, yeah, it's kind of true, you know? So, like, I couldn't be like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> That's, like, kind of how he is. Hmm. Okay, how, maybe, yeah. I sh- maybe I shouldn't say it's an intense guy because maybe he wouldn't like that. Okay, a yeah. uh, very goal-oriented guy and a fun guy. <laughs> no, no, way out, no way out of this. <laughs> okay, the wine lover, a.k.a. the fun guy, and the detail-oriented guy yeah okay cool i mean both of them are awesome i mean you were nervous before you did the oh my gosh i was so nervous yeah oh my gosh i like couldn't sleep (laughs) i like it's so crazy because the lessons when i'm in it they're so fun and they're easy i guess i just don't know what they're thinking and maybe i have imposter syndrome or something Hmm. yeah um but i hope i to get some more students um, I'm, I saw some like billboards around town and so I kind of want to make posters and stuff, but it's been kind of awkward timing cause I've been traveling and then we're traveling again. So mm, maybe mm. when we get back, yeah. um, how about we, we, so yeah, speaking of another student, mm. cause you hadn't gotten a lot of requests for lessons mm-hmm. until recently. So this will go in kind of into our, the segment. <laughs> What's that we wanted to just food we want to talk about something oh, food we related. didn't talk about that okay to but, wrap this up yeah. we're gonna talk about we're always gonna talk about like a food thing i don't know we're not gonna limit ourselves any food related thing yeah maybe tied to japan maybe not <laughs> okay you go first talk about a food thing from this past week or so well, i wanted to talk time. about related to the tutoring about uh, so we went to uh zushi mm-hmm. which is uh kind of like a beach beach town a lot of people go there to vacation mm-hmm. a lot of like celebrities i guess um mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a really nice beach downtown area it's not trashy at all yeah, it's yeah like not trashy upscale yeah. beach town you guys um but not only along the beach the, along the beach there are some places to eat but mm-hmm. uh, we just walked around the city mm-hmm. um and then um we went to this place called bistro copain, copain. Mm-hmm. um so a lot, there's a lot of French, Italian kind of places, bistros and whatnot there. Because there's a lot of, yeah, osterias, because there's a lot of sort of international people that visit Zushi. So we walked in kind of... I don't pre- think that's the reason. Okay, well, <laughs> anyways. Uh, yeah, it was a cute, cute little place, um, cute little uh, slim bar. There's like uh, maybe five... Was there even bar seating? No, there wasn't bar seating. There was like, mm. there was like a table, f- a couple tables downstairs, uh, mm-hmm. sort of long tables. Oh no, there was bar seating. Yeah, oh, there, was. there was like three uh, seats at the bar, and then kind of uh, two tables. And there was an upstairs that maybe they hold events at, but it was mm-hmm. overall pretty small, really cute. But we were the only ones there. Mm-hmm. And then um, one of the there was three three guys, uh, one front of the house guy, and two sort of the cooks. One con- cooks one was a manager and um the only guy the front of the house guy spoke english he was like this 20 year old mm-hmm. um, college student. yeah college student but a lot um, of restaurants in japan are really small yeah and like 
small staff like sometimes some yeah. restaurants they only have one person yeah working. it's like you know it's like that ramen shop owner who does yeah. everything on his own and yeah is like serving everything yeah. on his own yeah it's really great the work ethic is 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 amazing and crazy yeah. but yeah this is so it was really so the food itself was really was, good yeah i mean it was all sort of bistro french-ish style uh-huh. Carpaccio, yeah, pasta. A, was it a tuna? Hamachi. Oh, hamachi yeah, carpaccio. So it was like in, definitely it's that French style, but it, and really good technique actually. Mm-hmm. But it was had just slightly Japanese flavor, mm-hmm. and we were kind of looking. Yeah, I was wondering if it would be like just straight up bistro. They would mm. just try to try French straight up, but this mm-hmm. was, um, yeah, that like for instance the hamachi. Usually the carpaccio is maybe. It doesn't it doesn't taste as fishy it doesn't really taste like sushi necessarily mm. it just tastes like really good sort of raw fish with like the you know lemon and whatever herbs and um sauces and stuff but this one it had a little bit of that hamachi fishiness kind mm-hmm. of sushiness not in mm-hmm. a bad way but just in a really good way oh and it had tomato jelly oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that was pretty surprising because that's yeah. like a pretty i feel like that's a pretty intense technique to make a well, tomato Japanese jelly. people love jelly. Yeah, it's, actually, yeah. <laughs> it's probably really easy to make here. Um, but yeah, they liked it jelly. Um, it was in am- desserts it was and amazing. savory kind of thing. So yeah, the hamachi yeah had like little bits of tomato jelly the along texture? with other herbs and whatnot. It was, Before yeah, it was we amazing. ate it, I thought it was fit. We both thought it was fit. Yeah, I was like, oh, that, this like, is like another, it's like another fish mouth? on top of the hamachi or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was masago, like the tiny uh, orange fish eggs. Mm. So it was like definitely Japanese. And yeah, we were so curious as to what that was. And then they said it was tomato jelly and our yeah. minds were blown. Yeah. It was super but it, good. It, I guess to take a step back to this place, it looked like it would be fine and good, mm-hmm. but didn't look like it didn't look fancy necessarily. It didn't yeah. look like you were going to get like know, an amazing Michelin star meal. Rest, which, Okay, yeah, it wasn't a Michelin star, but it was <laughs> super solid. Yeah. Um, just oh like, my gosh. I guess, just like most places here. My favorite thing was the duck breast with the orange like, <laughs> Remember, sauce. so we first ordered like three things, uh-huh. like a, kind of an appetizer. The carpaccio, uh, a pasta. Yeah, a pasta dish. And a f- like a grilled fish dish. Oh, yeah, grilled fish. And yeah. it's probably like okay enough. No, it was yeah, not. Yeah, okay, quantity. They eat a lot here, but then also sometimes, sometimes... they eat really little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, all or nothing. Uh, so yeah, it was um, basically we ordered those three, and then we ordered two more like meat dishes. And I was like, I re- asked for both, and or I, I said, oh, this one, and then this one. Kore, kore. Like... and then he was like, both. <laughs> 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 like this was an hour and some into our meal, yeah. and so yeah. So I think we were kind of they thought we were. No, but then, okay, so the front of the house guy, he's, like, 20 years old, and then his mom came and decided to eat at the restaurant, <laughs> yeah. but his mom ate a lot, too. She ate, like, a Actually, charcuterie that's board, true. She ate this, like, and then she like a bratwurst, basically, like just a sausage. sausage, and then she ate something else, yeah, and she had she three had, like, drinks. Like, three beers, and, yeah, she was, yeah. and just to tell you what kind of person, she went to a Sting concert Oh, my gosh, weekend, yeah, in Chiba, in Chiba. In yeah, Chiba. But yeah, she had, like the, she had like the Sting shirt on. Oh my she gosh. Really, but she was, was fun. Well, that was interesting too because, and obviously this is just an N of one, just one example, but uh, we go, we walk, or when the mom came in, you know, and if my mom came in to where I was working, I'll be like, 
especially a restaurant. Oh, so like, just such a small restaurant, yeah. like not a Denny's or like I don't know. Yeah, sort of maybe it's like the cultural thing, right? Because most of the time would be like, "Oh, you're embarrassing me, get yeah. out of here." But but the sun, it seemed like a u- normal occurrence. It seemed like she comes and there again, all the time. Maybe it's just because she's fun, and it was just this specific example. But yeah, yeah the. Yeah, she was just sat at the bar by herself and was like watching like, stuff get me on a... YouTube. And oh yeah, like... she brought her iPad yeah, and she was yeah, watching yeah. it in this little beast. I think she kind of almost inter- not interrupted in a mean way, but the son was talking to us. The front of the house guy was talking to us. Mm-hmm. Just we were just conversing, and then the mom was like, "Oh, beauty, on the guy she must. Oh yeah, she was like, "Give me a beer." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like chatting up with the chefs and stuff. Yeah, so I yeah. think she comes a lot. Yeah, but the meal is really good. Yeah, each thing just was great. Like the duck breast is really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really it hard so to cook good. duck pretty well, and it was perfect, medium rare. Had like you know classic balsamic, like, yeah, balsamic sauce, sauce with like an orange uh, Ooh, reduction yum. kind of thing. Yeah, it was pretty bomb. Um, yeah, and we had a dessert. Which was like, oh yeah, it was just an average dessert, but it was like nice to have dessert. Um, yeah, it was like a chocolate lava cake with vanilla ice cream on top. But okay, the biggest thing is the food was really good, and it was an awesome experience. It was just pleasant to be there, mm. and we had four or five drinks, right? Four drinks. And it was only I'll eighty dollars. Confirm nor deny that. <laughs> it was eighty dollars, you guys. Eighty dollars. Yeah. No, so- no tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's all it's all included. Yeah, so or a lot of people you can spend a lot of money. Any, I mean, anywhere yeah. you go, most places. But yeah, in Japan, actually, the average meals meals actually are pretty um, on the cheap side, even for pretty good food. Um, I think it depends. Like, I think if we were in Tokyo, maybe that same meal would have been more. Yeah, like I don't think they inflate that much, though. I guess I would. Say. No, that's what Maya was saying. Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I guess she so. thinks it's cheaper in Zushi and Kamagawa. Yeah, that's true. And Kamakura and stuff. But still, when she goes to the States, she's always surprised by how expensive things well, are. Well, yeah, that's yeah. because one drink somewhere is $15. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like not including tip and stuff w- yeah. and tax when usually all that stuff is factored into the... Some yeah, of the stuff yeah, yeah. is factored. Oh, that's factored actually in. a you thing. you don't tip in general. You don't he, tip here. There's no tipping, but also yeah. like the price usually, it includes tax. Yeah. Yeah. So Although the tax went you guys up. should visit. Yeah. Or move here like us. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was a good food segment. All right. Yeah. I, I was just really surprised. We weren't expecting that, I guess. I think I was because I'm in Japan. Okay. <laughs> the vibe and stuff was cool. And just people yeah. were so nice. Like at the end. They um, all came out. Yeah. The mom. Yeah. They like all come out and say bye. And we it was only us. So they were like just <laughs> cooking for us and this, this, their front of the house the mom at the front of the house and so they all came out the mom like gave us a hug we were like we like kind of like barely talked to her but um she's and then fun woman. And, you know yeah i had like a, a blazers jersey on and it was kind of cold that night and so she was like oh you're gonna be so cold and yeah it's 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 so nice people are so nice yeah um but i guess how this relates to the student was that this 20 year old is a wants to <laughs> do graphic design and wants to do English, uh, be, yeah teach english. english or learn english and go to the states and whatnot so we told her we told them that you know ellen is private so, tutoring so hope maybe that'll work out there in contact pray that i get another student <laughs> yeah, but it's like the price that you charge is almost half of what these like tutoring centers yeah which there's I guess that makes english sense, tutoring but, yeah. centers yeah yeah but yeah okay. that's great 
Great meal. Cool. Are you going to record next week? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you'll see us. Maybe you won't. Okay. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>